Our privilege, our pleasure, like I said before, you know, we said you who does not hear, but it's our uh, We have to host you guys. And Bezer Hashem, whether it's in the context of this year or anything else, we're looking forward to having you again and again and again. Turn this place into what, uh, what any room is, is meant for. To be bursting with Nigina and Simcha and closeness and light oh of every kind. Oh so we see after the Shmaya, we said last time that going forward we were gonna really try to we were gonna really try to take a longer Torah and the Mamash go through it properly, slowly, carefully. And we're gonna do that, Hashem. I think we're gonna start next week with Tarlam and Gimel. But I thought just one more week, you know, just to really get a taste of the Rebbe, you know, without like sort of dragging along line to line. Let's try to cover one Indian together. Very important Torah, very groundbreaking, fundamental teaching of Rabbi Nachman, a very famous teaching, but, um, but one that needs reviewing all the time. And this teaching is Lakutamran Kuf Tesvav, 115. So let's jump in. With the help of the Gurdish Baruch Hu, and with great gratitude to all of you for being here. Says the Eliga Pasuk, the Bazagin Shemay says, Vayamada Amirachik, by Matan Torah, the whole nation stands at a distance. Because it was frightening, it was terrifying to see what was going on. The thunder and the lightning, <coughs> and everything stops, and the clouds, and the, and the shofar blowing, and, and the glory of a Baruch Hu descending onto the mountain. They couldn't handle it, they stood very far away. Umoyshe Nigash El Harafel. Just on a simple level, Moshe approached the dark cloud 
where Hashem was, so to speak, that represented the glory of Hashem that had descended on Har Sinai. very famous words. A person who's been experiencing a kind of connection to physicality all of his days, maybe that represents the primary theme or stream in life, just connection to, to Gashmias, to the Olam of Gashmias, not just a, like this worldly pleasures, but a physical, this worldly body way of seeing things. Be born into the world and, and really start to take this world very seriously. This is what there is, you know, this is, this is what it is. I'm a human, you're humans, there's business, there's family, there's, you know, community, there's places we need to live and, and uh, you know, health insurance and just a, an atheist vision? Not necessarily, no, even a religious vision, but one that doesn't necessarily put spirituality first. One that doesn't primarily identify with the neshama and see the world through those lenses but one that slips into the kind of perception that sees this world as being something kavua, as opposed to the message of Sukkot, which is, of course, that this world is a diras arai. Person, Misha Hoylech Begash Miskalyam. Hoylech is also a lashon of, um, of movement, of growth. And so, meaning the whole person's hasagas, not just where he is now, but in terms of what's considered moving forward in life, Hoylech Begash as opposed to considering the primary movement in a spiritual sense. What does it mean I'm moving? What does it mean I'm succeeding? What does it mean that I'm growing? It means I'm ruchnis, right? More, more sensitivity, more broad-mindedness, more love, more connection, more depth. This person, Hailech, his big asag of, of, of moving is only in the, in the, in the realm of Gashmi, right? Most, most often this takes the form of finance, right? Financial success with all of what that brings, whether it's COVID, whether it's Taiva, that's all bound to the union of of, um, of kina, right? Really of jealousy, really of looking at what other people have and looking at what I don't have and how great life might be if I was able to have what other people have in whatever sense. Hoylech, it's begashmi, it's kol yamav. The door's still open, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be. It is? Yes, it's yes, still yes, open? Okay. No, not, not, not you, but if, yeah? Okay, okay yeah. if you don't mind. So the Rebbe says, somebody like this, which I say somebody like this, I really mean somebody like me, Right, somebody like myself, who's Hailich Bagashmi is Kalyamov. And at a certain point, Nislahiv. Something lights a candle within this heart of stone. Nislahiv, there's passion. And there comes a time in life where the Rebbe says, You're ready to change. You're ready to say, like, this is not, like they say, this is not serving me. This is not. It's not making me happy. This is not where I feel comfort. We learned from Rav Kook last week. You remember Rak Belikin? That's the place where we feel comfort. Everything else is just like a little bit of a numbing, you know, ointment. But the truth is, that's not what we're after. And the Rebbe says very deeply, it's not just like after this, okay, so now begins a new stage in life. These two words, is a big side. There comes a point in life which is captured in these two words, because the Indian of Gashmias is that it's sweet in the moment, but there's always a va'acharkach, like when it's over. And whatever it was that we were engaging with ends, right? And, and the taiva is fulfilled, whatever it is, there comes a very, very dark va'acharkach. 
A price to pay. Right, right, rather it's a price to pay or it's just a feeling of dissatisfaction or, you know, when, when, when all the lights and sirens are over, you know, and, 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 and uh, everybody leaves the party and the, you know, the red, those red beer cups, the solo cups are on the floor and, you know, and the music's off. Like there's a va'acharkach. Okay, so, so now what, huh? Va'acharkach. <laughs> well, what's the va'acharkach? Says the Rebbe, sometimes the that experience of the acharkach, which of course we try to get out of very quickly by numbing us, ourselves with something else. But if we're willing and have the courage to sit in a va'acharkach, really to sit with it, mamish with total honesty, openness, it's a big gift because it's a big window, that va'acharkach. It's a big window into clarity, even though it, it, theoretically it's like the lowest moment, right? It's like mamish right after. No, it's the, it could be the highest moment because like they say, rock bottom, right? That, that could be a place where all of a sudden you're zaychet to a very, very strong level of clarity to say like, this is just stu- this is stupid. And this is mamish ridiculous. Not, this is not what I want. So if my aim is to live a life that I feel is working for me, this is not doing it. It's just not doing it. And I keep on coming back again and again. So there's a who say, listen, I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose because it's not as if I'm winning any other way anyway. It's just that Sam I'm losing. So, so maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe there I can find that which my soul is thirsting for. It says the Rebbe, it's not so simple. Because at that very moment, there's a tremendous mida of din, because the Kodesh Baruch has different hanhagas, as we're going to learn. There's a tremendous midas din that's mekatrig, that starts to accuse. Won't allow this person to walk in the way of Hashem. And the person will encounter an obstacle. Now, the first thing off the bat that we can learn about, learn from this is that we're not doing Hashem a favor when we decide to do tshuva. It's a privilege. It's mamash a privilege. Because in as much as this is the best thing in the world that we could possibly do, to realign ourselves with the way that we know that we want to be living, with, with who we know that we really are inside, with what we really want, is to live a respectable, dignified life, a life of elevation, a life of productivity, a life of bigness, a life of being a part of the ticket of the world, and blocking you know, light from coming down. So that's a tremendous chus. Samida Sadin says, wait, you've got to be worthy for that. Don't come and say, okay, fine, Hashem, I'm ready, like I'm doing you a favor. Hashem says, you think you're doing me a favor? And of course, we are doing Hashem a favor, kibiachal, like it's the deepest thing in the world when any yid returns to Hashem. But Hashem says, I want you to know the whole thing's for you. It's not, Michael Taivis. Ki'ilu, like, okay, now I'm ready to do tshuva, and, um, and, and Hashem should welcome me with open arms because this is what he wants for me, and I'm sort of twisting myself into a pretzel, you know, to please him or to please somebody or to do what's quote unquote objectively right, even though I'm not feeling it. So then you don't need me to set in. Mida said that the guitar is like slinking down. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, I'm out. <laughs> Mida Sadin is Makatrig when it's something that you have to be deserving of it. Mamish, tshuva is not something that, again, that Hashem has to be deserving of your tshuva. It's not deserving of anything. And What's that? It's not deserving of anything because everything, I mean, everything has to anyway. And more than that is that. Hashem doesn't need our favors, essentially. Right. I'm saying, what does that mean? He needs our favors and we're doing him a favor. Because a person could assume that in doing tshuva, who's benefiting? 
All right, in this scheme of things, Hashem wants something. He gave us the Torah. He tells us to do what we're supposed to do. And we do find, by the way, again, of course, on an objective level, it's not true. Hashem is perfect. Fine. But then this whole conversation doesn't start anyway. No conversation starts oh, really in that place. Start, right. right. So, so meaning, in as much as HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs something of us, so Ke'ilu, we're ready to do what he wants from me. So he, wa- he has a Ratzin, and now we're aligning with his Ratzin. So here we find, just, it's just a Nakuda. I don't want to get stuck on this, but it's just a Nakuda that in as much as Midas Adin is Mekatrik, that lets us know that it's more, there's more in it for us than there's in it for him. It's an amazing Matana, it's an amazing Schus to, to walk this path. On this point, I think it's very important. Um, isn't there a thing where, I'm not saying Hashem is spiteful or resentful, or, but isn't there a thing somewhere where it says, if you turn your back on me one day, I'll, I'll turn my back on you three days or something. Uh, I don't know that particular just... expression. It, it, that, that might be based on the passage in, in Dvarim. If you walk with me with carries, I need, I'm going to walk with you with Hamas carry. It could yeah. be. It's it like, could be. Like you can't just do tshuva because you feel like you have, you have to merit it. As you say, you have to be deserving of it. So it's, it's, it's not so simple that, you know, you've turned away and then you can just suddenly come back. But right, but it's not coming necessarily from that place. Meaning it's not like HaKadosh Baruch looks at a person and says, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're not deserving. It's not, it's not an emotional thing. It's a mechanical thing. And when we talk, hold on a second, when we talk about Midas, we're talking about a mechanism that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into the Bria. The mechanism says, if a person comes to do something that they are not deserving for one reason or another, Midas Adin says, hey, it's a can't, it can't, can't happen. Right? There has to be a Zechiyah. Yes, yeah, no, I was thinking, I recognize the story of Eid. Isn't the Moscone a bit that that oh, itself we're getting, is... Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> lot, lot. No, so you saying, no, that's, exactly oh. where, that's exactly where we're getting, which addresses oh, everyone's this. Everyone's right, basically. Everyone's right. Yes, it doesn't work like that. We just we'll carry on, we'll see. Right. Where you should be. We're, going, we're, going, we're just building it up. We're going slow. So that's the Midas Haddin. And it creates this obstacle. It's possible to say also, just based on this line, that that is the Miniyah. Right? It's not the mania is something crazy will happen to the person and they're not going to be able to. It's going to be that they feel somewhere deep inside that they're not able to. That that itself is the mania, that feeling. <clears throat> Meaning to say, just let's say, you know, to sort of illustrate, imagine it, it's after a big shebang, whatever it is, you know, whatever that, whatever that is a moment of a vacuum is created, a person sitting in their car and they feel like a shmata and they, and they just know that like, this is not, this is not, this is ridiculous. It's not, not making me happy. It's not making me fulfilled. It's not a miserable, I'm miserable, I'm more miserable than I was. It's it doesn't mean it wasn't fun. It doesn't mean it's not enjoyable, but I just, I have, I have something inside of me that's not satiated. Okay. So are you ready? You know? And the answer is, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to change. But then the Midas Hadin inside immediately cools you off and immediately distracts or immediately says, okay, tomorrow. Something like that. That's, that's, that's Umaz Minya. Okay, second paragraph, what Shumi was saying. That's true. But Hashem is a, is a tremendous Chafetz Chesed. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves kindness. Therefore, how is HaKadosh Baruch Hu supposed to go ahead and reckon with the fact that he has Midas Adin and also Midas Arachim? Not a problem. He puts them together. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will put an obstacle. It's true. And it seems like it's dark and it seems like you can't proceed and whatever, whatever it's seer we want to imagine. 
But Hashem puts himself in the obstacle itself. It's not an obstacle preventing you from accessing a Kaddish Baruch. It becomes a challenge for the sake of eliciting from inside of you such a deep ratzon that not only can you overcome it, when you do overcome it, you're on a much higher level. So both can be accomplished. It's a challenge. But bepnimius, it's an opportunity. The challenge is mitzah midas hadin. Okay? It could scare you off. You have to have the das of the tzaddik, which we're going to see in a minute. Yeah. The tzaddikim need to tell us how to navigate when we encounter things like this, which is exactly what we're about to learn. Vaitra about Moshe Rabbeinu, like we've been learning the past two weeks. But once we approach these situations with the awareness of the tzaddik, of a higher level of consciousness, it's not a challenge. And a Kodesh Baruch Hu is not running away from me. A Kodesh Baruch Hu is giving me a hand. He's helping me up a step. Walking up a step is hard, especially if it's this enormous kind of spiritual leap. It's very hard to take such a big step. But a Kodesh Baruch Hu is giving me a hand and he's lifting me up. And he's saying, you put in the effort that you need to put in. Part of the effort is don't listen to that inner voice. That itself is the mania trying to tell you, start tomorrow. It's not worth it. You can't do it. Says the Rebbe, push past it. And he's going to explain a little bit more on the bottom. We'll get to that. bardas. Who mistakil bihamaniya? He says a person who has das, who knows how to look at things beyond the surface, he's able to look at the challenge itself. He's not fooled. And he says, you put up a brick wall in front of me. It's a joke, because you are the brick wall. That's you. You put you in front of me. In a different form than I'm ordinarily used to thinking about what you or what your presence might feel like in my life when things go good and when things go. No. This is, this is tough. My car broke down. Are you with me? It's unbelievable. Sometimes we, we spoke last week. Sometimes you can feel it more in a challenge than you can feel it when things go good. If you have das. Because otherwise it's it's a hester. Then it's a mania. The Rebbe says always, this is what the Rebbe wants. If you could say really what the one thing Rebbe Nachman really wanted to give us is eyes that look deeper than what things look like on the surface. That's all he wanted to do. He wanted to shift our focus, our consciousness, our das, upgrade the way that we look at things so that everybody else looks here and a breast liver looks a thousand miles on top of where everybody looks. We can generalize this to any, any manias, all manias, or specifically in Pashkash. All manias. All manias. Manias, Reb says, are the same letters as ni'imais. Ni'imais is sweetness. Can't break down. It's also the person who's annoying. He seems, he seems to be a manier. It's much harder to see a kosher in that in that annoying person. Absolutely. Rabbi Nachman says in Sichos Saran that. Now Shimi starts to slink down. He's the guy, right? Rabbi Nachman writes in Sichos Saran that a human being could could be a far bigger manier than any other manier of the world, far bigger. Because he says Yitzhahar only comes from one world, spiritual world, but the human being is a composite of all the spiritual worlds. Nasa Adam, all the worlds, all the Malachim, everything it was contributing to the creation of man. Right? The old Salam Alekin. That means if a person is Mamasha Maniya, there's no Maniya like it. And this is still, gotta look deep, gotta look deep, gotta look deep. This is the term of the Nakuda Taiva. You can shift the person by judging them favorably, by looking beyond them and finding something good there too. And then you could, you could change them. You can mamish turn them, and you see them as something else. That's part of what this is, to turn the maniyas into ni'imas. It applies to people too. That's Tarish Bebeis. 
So we look deeper. That's right. Right? From Aeneas to Neemus. Neemus means sweetness. Aeneas means obstacle. It's the same letters. He says an amazing thing. If a person should encounter you and say, Where is your God? So if you had to point to a headquarters of godliness in the world, where do you point? Makam HaMikdash, the Kaisel, you know, Mikdash Ma'at, a shul, a mikvah, like, where do you point, HaKadosh Baruch Hu? You point to holy places. Says the Rishalmi, an amazing thing. You know what you should answer him? The Krach Gadol Shabbat Want to know where Hashem is? He's in the largest metropolis in Rome. The most lowly, physical, corporeal, material place there is. The equivalent of, you know, in America, at least Times Square. Like, just the, the center of Gashmi, Vegas. Like, the center of, of Gashmi. So what's the equivalent of, of that here? Vegas. Leicester Square. Leicester Square. Leicester Square? Okay, like... Yeah. The, the, it's a terrible because <laughs> 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 you're saying it's like a knockout, like it's like a wannabe of wannabes. Like, like, yeah. you know that Camden is like, <laughs> that's right. So, so he says, This is it. This is it. This is what you tell someone. Can you imagine a person comes and asks you, No, where's where's Alokos? And you, and you tell him Vegas, right? You tell him. That's mamish the equivalent of a krach gadol shabaram, not like a, a small kvar somewhere, like a small little Roman town. The big, you know, centers of of, of Roman culture, Greek culture. Shenemar eli kairim seir, because the pasuk says Yeshayo, he says the watchman called to me. It's a larger pasuk, a reference to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Where does Hashem call to a person? Miseir. What's seir? Seir is Esav. Esav is Rome. Rome. And that's the message here. The message is you don't point to when things are going good. You don't point to, to, to moments of great illumination to say there's a Kaddish Baruch It's not a Chiddush. Okay, fine. Things are clear. You point to the challenges. You point to the, to the obstacles, to the thickness. As long as you believe what the Rebbe says is a prerequisite to all of his teachings, ancient Yish Baalam Klam, if you know that Mirosh and you commit to not giving up, come what may, then you'll have enough force to be able to face the obstacle see through the obstacle, say, you're not fooling me, you slam the door in my face, you don't want me to run away, you want me to stay here, banging down the door. And that itself is the test. And that itself, Pipinimius, is the zechus necessary to overcome it. This that you didn't give up. Then you create a kli. Then you create a kli. There's an amazing tar from the Kotzker. It's famous, the Gemara says, what, how, what, like, what would the equivalent be in Kashmir? Yeah, businesses are a good example. You have to know when to push Right, then it's hard to know. Then it's hard to know. I'm not sure. Because maybe Adra, maybe HaKadosh Baruch was really coming to tell you that this is not a good deal. So it's hard to say. In Ruchnius, we know what the answer is because we know what we're supposed to... But in the world of Kashmir... It could be. But then you get... but. It's it's a little bit more murky. It's, it's, it's harder. Right, and Ruchni is black and white. We know what the right is. We know what wrong is, and you go. Even there, it's not so simple. But um, most, most of the time, it's simple. Most of the case is simple. Listen to the story from the Kutzker. He says that in the day that they deposed of Reb Gamliel, right, who had taken over the whole the whole um, the the whole yeshiva over there, so he had put up a Shemra Pesach, and when they took away the Shemra Pesach, Mamish the Bismarck was flooded with people. So the Kotzker said, wow, what's this term from the Kotzker? Hold on a second. Kotzker says, 
How you talk and they didn't let people in? I mean, come on. Right? How you talk and they didn't let people in? They have a Shemar Pesach standing there. Person, you know, he wants to come and learn. And you tell him he can't come learn. Like, what's going on over here? And more than that, that's really what the Kutzker asks. He says, how did the Shemar Pesach know who was Teichi Kabari and who was not Teichi Kabari? Because it's a very deep thing. How are you supposed to know about a person if their inside matches their outside? That's like, that's the deepest secret. Nobody knows. Hashem is Baichin Libos Eklai. We don't know. How did the Shemar, who, the Shemar Pesach must have been a Malach? Like, who, who? Says the Kutzker, you know what the test was? The fact that there was a Shemar Pesach. He says, the people who came to learn and they saw somebody standing by the door saying, wait, we're checking, it's not so kapashi, you could get it, and went home, they were talking not to And he says, anybody who came saw Hashem Pesach and said, I'm not leaving, I need to get in, we knew that they were Teichi Kabari. He says, there being a Shemra Pesach, not that he was Mavchim, the very fact that there was a guard there, that was already a litmus test. Are you giving love? An Azaz de Kedusha. If you have Azaz de Kedusha, that means that deep inside you really want it. The other chaver came because like it was in fashion to come, it was invoked to come to the base measures. But they saw, oh, what can you do? You know, it's a snow day, so I'm staying home. That's not the real thing. Dafka when there's an obstacle, but you have to re- commit yourself, really meirosh, not giving up. Because without the Torah of ancient Miyash, none of this starts. Because forget it. Because how do you know? Maybe HaKadosh Baruch Taka is pushing me away. We see a door slamming in my face here, a door slamming in my face there. He doesn't want me, so finished, I'm going home. But the Rebbe already says there's no such thing. Ah, if there's no such thing, so then what might HaKadosh Baruch Hu be telling me when he closes the door in my face if he doesn't mean that he wants me to turn around and go home? It means he needs me, he needs me to keep knocking. That's what he's trying to elicit from me. He's trying to bring out from me. Let's take a look. Just flip the page over. Take a look at this piece from the Kedusha Slavi. Rosh has told us, coming up. This is a good tire to keep in your pocket. This is like a legacy te- a teaching from the Berdichev. It's a classic. He says to explain the Indian of the bracha, Yitzchak wants to give the bracha to Esav. He's fooled by Esav, whatever this means, obviously is very deep. And he ends up giving the bracha to Yaakov Avinu. And Yaakov Avinu, of course, comes and dressed like Esav. So what's, what's going on here? What's the Indian? Da says the Berdichev, like iconic words, Ki hakol dugma dele'ela. Everything we see here with Yitzchak, with Yaakov, it's talking about koiches al and their interactions in the spiritual realms. My high. Kamai machachem inezuch another rachav b'mesachas p'sachim. The Gemara says b'mesachas p'sachim ahoy del Hashem ki toiv ki lo oilam chaz tari. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu is always toiv, and even when Hakadosh Baruch Hu needs to go ahead, I'll pimidas hadin and cause this to happen in that person's life, and this to happen, it's always al derech toiv. It's always in such a way that it's really for the good of the person, and in a way the person can handle it. And every person, like we learn, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu baba trunyam briyas, Hashem doesn't come to torment us. He gives each person what they can handle, like we know right? each person is built with the kalim to deal and the tools to deal with their particular issue. There's no person who gets something they can't handle. You just got to dig, dig deep, dig deep. So he says, Perish, Haidul Hashem. David Amalek is praising our Kaddish Baruch Hu, Kitayim. She goiva choivasay betayvasay shall Adam. That ultimately, even when our Kaddish Baruch Hu is goiva choiv, he comes to collect something that we owe him, Kivyachim, whatever way. It's, you know, coming to be mechapar on a veira, whatever it is. That we go through challenges, difficulties. It's always for our good. Kalaymar, as we say, Kikalma da Avid Rachmana. It's always letav Avid. No matter what happens in your life, it's all. For the good, for the best. Even though sometimes, what do you mean? It looks 
Like it's it's very bad. Sometimes extremely bad. It's not true. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly, constantly collecting from us in a way that's toiv. Just we, we look on the outside, we see it looks like it's a bad thing. Right? And, and we're pained by this. And we say, Hashem, why are you doing this to me? So that's what the Gemara says. Look deeper. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always his kavana. Tamid toiv. Toiv Hashem akol. The Rebbe said, Tamid, always, always good. And so from our subjective standpoint, we suffer. But that's not necessarily aligned with what's happening in the objective world. And what HaKadosh Baruch is trying not to do to us, but what he's trying to do for us. But our eyesight is very limited, extremely limited in this lifetime. We don't know. We mamish don't know where HaKadosh Baruch is taking us. We don't know. The nimsa it emerges. gives this incredible koyach to the midas adin to just go full out. The truth is under the surface, deep, deep beyond, and with the eyes of Panemius, to look at every circumstance and look beyond the surface of what this thing looks like, look deeper, it's Mamish Taiva. Because like we said, already is So here he explains what went on with the Brachas in a beautiful, brilliant way. This is Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak Avinu is Midas Adin. Avram is Chesed. Yitzchak is Din. Yaakov Avinu is Tiferes. He's a balance between those two. But Yitzchak is Midas Adin. The Esav, who I'm a Katrik. If Yitzchak is Din, so then Esav is Mahmish, the, the, the Psylus of Din, right? He's Ish Sadeh. He's Ritzich. He's murdering people. He's Mahmish. Esav is Ad Achron of the, the punishing force, so to speak. It's just total unleashed judgment. So then, who do you think Yitzchak, again, Midas Hadin, wants to give a blessing to, so to speak? To Esav? Because Alpin Midas Hadin, who should take the judgment all the way to the end? Esav, because he's the right clea for it. Alpin Din. But the truth is, the Kodesh Baruch Hu, is manik is midas hadin bechesed. It's it's gevura shebechesed. In Hanami it looks like gevura, and it's true. It's not straight chesed, but it's a sifkatan of chesed. It's chesed beiskasia. Says the Berdichev. So what taka happened? That's not what happened. Hagadish Baruch who gave the bracha to Yaakov Avinu, which means. That ultimately, even though it's kami misitra di Yitzchak, it's the blessing of Yitzchak midas adin ki kol mada avid rachmana letav avid rakshu ba v'skasia. But it's hidden. The toiv is hidden. Do you know why? Because Yaakov Avinu is dressed up like Esav. Means we encounter things in our lives that look on the outside like it's Esav. But Yitzchak Avinu midas adin gave a bracha to Esav that had Yaakov Avinu hidden inside those clothing. It's an unbelievable teaching. Beautiful.
So any time in your life, we, you know, we, we bump into like Brother Esau, you know, he says, look deeper, just to disguise. What about just the real Esau? Yeah, it could be a real Esau as well. Yeah. Esau didn't get the bracha though. He didn't get the bracha of the, of, of the, of, of the Indian of Olam Haba, that's Nislabish in this world, that's Yaakov Avinu's Chalik, that's Am Yisrael's Chalik. We're Mushrash in the Indian of the Anhag of Yaakov Avinu. It's like this is a temporary cover. It's not really a last In this sense. <clears throat> in this sense. Like it's wrong, so it's so he, the, I mean, the language that he's speaking, he's sort of removing the story from its historical, factual details, right. and he says, "I call Dugmale Ela." So I don't know how much we could apply this to like what Yitzchak and our sugyas about what Yitzchak wanted and what he didn't want. So I'm sure on some level, you know, because because Rivka really knew what, what was going on. Right? She, right. she understood it was understood. for Yaakov. So I guess on <laughs> on some level, she knew something Yitzchak didn't. But but over here, he's just like really just talking about like the spiritual elements, you know. In the root, in the shayrish. So See, no he says, "Look deeper." The pnimi is not. Why no? The pnimi is not. He just didn't get the bracha. Right. That doesn't mean that the, that the, he just said Yetzu, who Yetzu Harav Malachim Aleps, not Yaakov who got blessed by looking like Esav. Esav himself. It's true, Esav himself. But the way that he's putting it together is that in a Hanami there's Esav. But in the way that Midas Hadin gives its blessing, so to speak, and that kav, again, we're not, I don't think he's being yoyred into the, you know, the details of like they're actually being an Esav. He says, as far as we're concerned in the, you know, in the, in the situation or circumstance of a person encountering difficulty, which is Yitzchak Midas Hadin, right? He's not getting into the whole family tree of like who was where and what, you know, that there was a real Esav, it's true. But he says, Tachlis, the way that Midas Hadin is manig itself with us, is that whatever Midas Hadin we encounter, he says you can always look beyond. You know, the Rebbe, which we'll learn, Be'ez HaShem, in Tarlam and Gimel, which actually makes a reference to this Ma'am Chazal also, which we'll, which we'll talk about again in a minute. But the Rebbe in Tarlam and Gimel, which I haven't have open, but that's for next time, learning together. He says, he says, the Pasuk in Kela says, I could, I could even read it for you. He says right here, he says there are two kinds of days in our lives. There's Yimei Toiv and there's Yimei Ra. There's good days and there's bad days, simple as it is. Sometimes there's good months and bad months, good years and bad years. But al Kapanim, we experience different kinds of, of days. I'll be Pasha. Kamaisha Kasa, where does he get this idea of two kinds of days? On a good day, means like enjoy it, relax. Chill, right? Hey, Abitayv. So, enjoy. Uviyoyim ra'a, and on and on a bad day, so to speak, re'e. What does the word re'e mean? To see. Rashi Rashi says over there, it means reflect. What are we reflecting on? Because if we're going through a difficult time, Hashem's trying to send me a message of some sort, in some way. Re'e. So that's Alpi Pshat. Says the Rebbe. You know what it means, re'e? What does it mean? On a bad day, re'e. Hainu. He says, it's, it's a bad day for you? Re'e. Look deep, deep at that bad day. <laughs> Look deep and you'll find you may toif somewhere, somewhere in there. Like, what if it's called by yourself? So ultimately, this goes into that big question, you know, of, of tshuva. 
and the ability on a retrospective level, again, not trying to school the system where I'm doing something bad because I know I'm going to do tshuva afterwards. This doesn't work. Chazal themselves say, Amos speak and be other last is tshuva because it has to be authentic. And so ultimately in life, all of us, you know, we fall into things, we do things, even b'mechuvan, right? And sometimes maybe even out of anger, sometimes even to rebel. But there always comes a, an authentic v'acherkach. And in that moment of the authentic v'acherkach, then from that standpoint, not pre-sin, so to speak, but from that standpoint, that experience somehow is also consigned to something that happened to us, more than something we did. Because it's something we feel that we need to, we need to fix. Something we feel is bogging us down. It's, 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 and again, like, it's the flip side of what we said before. It's not something that we did to Hashem. It's mamish we realize, Gavalt, it's something I did to myself. Meaning, in as much as doing tshuva is really for me more than it's for Hashem, then an Aveira is also, it's really damaging me much more than it's damaging Hashem. You know, so there's got to be an authentic moment there. Doesn't Rav Nachman say that all the, all the fools can be turned into... Incredible alias. Yeah, and that's this process. That's that's this ultimate process. Slightly off. But both, yeah. Now I will keep mixing two up. Mm-hmm. I've never understood clearly the, the difference. Bird, um, chesed should be pretty clear. I mean, you got the obviously it's dressed up and uh, what appears to be in the outside. Now, get the inside back. It's just chesed. Right. Right. You're saying gvur shav chesed. You could say that Gvur Shabachesed is not din of chesed, but Gvura is is just very powerful chesed. It's not so much like Ismira said, din in chesed. It's the it's the level of chesed that comes forth with a what's that? It's the way that Gvura operates and, and works for Kiviachal Chesed, right? So in the other sense, Chesed is working for Gvura, right? That ultimately it looks like Gvura on the outside, but it's Chesed Shabbat like, Gvura. No, it's not like, if Chesed is working, then it's Gvura, 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 then it's Right, as a kamaves ava, the pasuk says kasha kasha ol kina. Right, there's a kind of love that's mamas love, but it hurts like hell. Like that's what that's what the pasuk says. Right, kasha kasha ol kina means this love hurts like hell. Kasha kasha ol. Right, so that's that's an inin of gevura shabe chesed. Chesed shabe chesed shabe gevura is again the the, the umbrella is midas hadin. That's the inin of gevura, but it's really it's really chesed shabe Right, because even though on the outside it 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 it's the anhog of midas hadin as midas hadin, biyom toivah e b'toivah biyom ra says the Rebbe re'e, look deep, can find chesed be'skasia. That's this term of the kedusha slavery. It's not so simple. I mean, the, I heard, for example, you talking about chesed and and esav. Um, uh, mm. So I heard that 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 Yoshki was a Gilgal of esav. Yeah. Sounds right. Huh? What? So, 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 yes, I thought I'm a Gilgal <laughs> <laughs> So he's he's coming with all peace and love and all and, and forgiveness, right? In their religion, okay. But actually, it's Aesop, right? Hiding, pretending, faking, whatever you want to call it, and and you can't always trust everything that looks good and kind. Right. You know. Right. That that that's more Amalek than Aesop, though. That's the Amalek aspect of Aesop. 
but that's that's a little bit of tangential. That that's because Amalek comes from Esav ultimately. Amalek is a descendant of Esav. That aspect is the more is the more Amalekian theme within Esav. By the way, I don't I don't I don't think the Christians themselves would deny that in their history there's been plenty of bloodshed there too, right? Mostly with with Arbabas and Zaydis. So it's not as if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, peace and love now, but it didn't used to be that way, and nobody would deny that for centuries the church was a was a formidable. Uh, uh, you know, a bastion of, of, of murder, inquisition, and everything. Okay, let's go a little bit vital. Let's finish this piece just to finish the British over here. That's not what happened. That really, 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 his midah comes down to the world in a way of um, of Yaakov Avinu of Chesed. Turn back to the first side of the page. I want to say that Mamish, that's what Ibn Nachman is really referring to, because he could have chose anything. He could have chose anyone. Why did it have to be Bekrach Gadol Sheba Aram? Right? Tell him some dirty place somewhere else. What's it? Aram? Who's Aram? We said is is Rome. Rome comes from Esau, and it says. Because the Pasuk says, Eli Kairimi Seir. Who's Seir? We know. Har Esav, right? Is, is, is the Indian of Har Seir. Is Esav, like the Medr says. Mi Seir. Right? Hashem mi Seir ba. Ifiyah mi Har Paran. He went to all the nations of the world. Seir is always Esav. And so if you hear, you see the Rebbe's mom is using this itself as a raya to this that you could find always in the Imas within the Meneas. What does he use? A reference to Esav. Because that goes back to the B'dit Shavis Torah, that Esav isn't Esav. Esav is just mamish b'chitzayinis. But Pneumius, look deep. Look deep. So just, that's an interesting connection, right? That we're making reference, Dafka here, to Esav. But the Rebbe says, if you don't have this level of Das, and again, it's not like you have it or you don't have it. All of us weave in and out of this all the time. Sometimes we could do it, and sometimes it's, it's very challenging. It's not easy. This is the challenge of life. What's the tikkun, like we learned? Drowning yourself in, in the Rebbe's Torah. Consistent learning of this kind of consciousness in every way, shape, or form through the tefillahs and the eitzahs and, and, the, and the learning and the kudalachas and the kudalachas. Whatever there is, like we said, it's all been translated and it's, a, it's, a, it's an ocean. And in that ocean, our consciousness is buttressed it's held up, it's supported in such a way that it makes it much easier for us when we encounter a challenge to be able to, 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 to deal with it head on with these eyes. It takes, takes a lot of consistency and commitment. But the Rebbe says that Mamish, this is the nakud of the tzaddik, is to gift us these eyes like we've been speaking about the first couple of times with regard to Amuna, like we learned about the, the world and how to see the world, right? It's all b'schus, the Rebbe said, b'schus Moish Rabbeinu, right? So he says, umisha bardas, so what happens? He goes home. The Rebbe says, what's the symbol for this for, for, for a menia, for an obstacle? Is a cloud. Why a cloud? Because a cloud means you cannot proceed further. It's too dark. I can't see. Can't see where I'm going. It blinds my eyes. I'm blind. Can't move. It's an obstacle. A cloud is darkness. The opposite of clarity. And the word in as much as darkness is also an obstacle just because physically, I practically, I'm scared to take the next step because I might step off a cliff because it's pitch black and I don't know where I'm going. 
But the word chayshech, he says, actually also means obstacle if you turn the shin into a sin. From last week's parsha. You didn't hold back your firstborn son for me. The word hold back, says the Rebbe, look at the first three letters, it's Choshech. Choshech, which is an anon, means to hold back. That's what a miniyah does. It, it's an obstacle, it prevents us from going forward. Yeah. Am I passing the water? There's still water in there? Yeah. Now I know. Yeah, really came out. Yeah, that you've got your skin. It's not just Ava, like you've got yeah, you've got them if you got both the drain. I mean it's a voice I saw actually I saw just being um being governor governor. But then I said, but it says why? Because on Kih Kil or Khasakta as you could have was your Yitzhakura, you didn't you didn't it's like maybe you can attach it here, you can you didn't hold that Gvura away from me. It's not just not just mm. the Kedah but the Gvura as well. Right, like right. The Yitzhak That's himself is the Mid of Gvura. No, right. the, you had the Gavura as well. You've got Gavura to 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 to, right. uh, to 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 call up to do the Akeda. To do the Akeda. Unbelievable. Right, right. Yerele Kimata is the Indian of Gavura. Lechasafta is Benicha which is itself the meat of Gavura. You didn't hold that back for me. Beautiful. So the Rebbe says, okay, let's return to the Pasuk that we started with. Vizeh Perish HaPasuk. Vizeh Perish HaPasuk. Vayam Meira'am The whole nation stands far away. Why were they standing far away? Because they saw the Arafel, they saw the cloud. When you look about our Sinai and you see this darkness, you see this cloud. On the first page, you're like five paragraphs down. You see the obstacle. Stand from far, you stand far away. So you say, okay, it's blocking me out. But who we've been learning that Moshe Rabbeinu is, represents the Das of the Tzaddik. Right, represents the pinnacle Jew that's mamish walking in this world with physical feet, but his eyes, his, his neshama, is mamish sees everything differently, he sees Hashem everywhere he looks. Shubachinas das kol Yisrael, dafka. Not only does he, he go away, he says, Geval, the cloud. He runs right into it. Migash el Rafael. Why? Asher shom halikim. Because he realizes that it's it's not afalpi that it's dark. Like my friend Joey Rosenfeld always likes to say, it's not Afal P that it's dark, it's Daika that it's dark. That's where Kodesh Baruch is. Not despite the fact that you see it's challenging. It's like, I'm not sure, like, is Hashem there? Maybe it's not, I don't know. But that's where Hashem is. The things that are tough, the things that are challenging, that is that is your encounter with Kodesh Baruch Hu. When things go well, enjoy it. We are not being held back from something in being held back from something, we are being given the opportunity to bring out inside of us that yearning, that ratzon, that azas de kedusha, that allows the shaymer pesach to see toichi kabare. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, irbedi eved. I say that sometimes. Irbedi eved is really Hashem zechatchila. Then Hashem telling not to the mountain. And it's. In a certain way, put up a he put up a fence. It's true. <laughs> yes, but but they don't have to stand mirachah. No, over here they're running away. It's different. Over here it's different. Maybe outside the the guard outside the shul, you know, there those that saw darkness and, and fled, and there were those that saw darkness and said they wanted to want to come close. That's there. exactly right. That was exactly right. That was the Indian of the of the Shemra Pesach. So Maisa, what we really want to do is when we get to the near, he wants us to be calm, cool, like not to not to run away. And not just not to run not not to run away, to be excited. 
But somehow, somehow, in some way to be excited about it. But just like at that time, like you were saying, the Israel shouldn't have. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's, true. it's a. It's a. To. Yeah. It's a symbol. The Rebbe is not suggesting that they. But but and the, and the, and the Rebbe is not either saying, ah, so really the whole nation should have stormed the mountain. Right. They were listening yeah. to what Akedas Baruch was saying. That's what you're asking. Yeah. They should have listened. But but the Rebbe is saying symbolically when you have the nation running in the opposite direction, which nobody asked them to do, they could have at least stood there, meaning stood as close as they can. And then you have Moshe, who's a cut above the rest, and Mamish represents it. He's the one that symbolizes, on behalf of all of Am Yisrael, what the proper reaction is, the crazily the enough. The right, they're, they're right. The Merachik is an issue. Right? So Moshe Rabbeinu is so powerful, this imagery here. Moshe Rabbeinu looks up, he sees a cloud, and Mamish is Nislahiv. He runs into it. <laughs> he runs into the Maniya. I always like to have the imagery of like the first Harry Potter. You know, when, when when he's standing on the platform of, what is it, nine and three quarters or something like this, mm-hmm. and there's this brick wall, and it's a gavat. I, I made a clip out of it. I'll send it to the group a couple of years ago. And Mrs. Weasley, right, is standing there, and she's telling him, Mom, there's only one way to do it. You just have to run straight into the brick wall. And he's like, run into a brick wall. It's like a shaita. She says, this is the way in. And Mamish, think about it. If Harry, it's a gavat because it's historic. If Harry Potter doesn't run into that brick wall, I don't know. You know, nobody in America knows what, what England is. You know, it's like, the, like England is not on the map. It's historic what happened, right? Kidding, right? But, it, but, it, but it, to use that conception, the Rebbe says, you see a brick wall, you never know where it might take you. I don't mean physically. It's, you know, it's not like <laughs> straight hand in, you know, central. Right? You never know. You never, ever know. I want to tell you an amazing thing. I can't remember where I saw it. One of them, Afarshim, I think. Or maybe my father mentioned to me, I don't know. But wildly enough, the word Ha'arafel is, is the same gematria as Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, which is Ervas Ha'aretz, Mitzrayim, which is Shibud, Mitzrayim, which is, which is, which is, you know, Avoida Koshov and, 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 um, Mikota Ruach. Like Mitzrayim is everything, every, every Mitzar, Hazas, it's called Mitzrayim Mitzarim, it constricts us, every Mitzar. But Am Yisrael in Mitzrayim, if you remember, had like an island. Remember what the island was called? Goshen. They had a little place where they, in Mitzrayim, they were able to go and they were mamish yidin. The Sarim say Moshevoisam doesn't just mean in their dwelling. It's two words, Moshev Tam. Right? Their dwelling was, was complete. They mamish had everything in the world in that place, Goshen. It's a pele. Arafel is Gematria Mitzrayim. And the word nikash, which means that Moshe Rabbeinu ran into that ruffle, is the Isis Goshen. The Goshen in the Mitzrayim. The nikash in the Arafel. That even in a Mitzrayim in Everest Haaretz, you could find a little Nakuda. You could find a little place if you look deep enough. Is the point that by following this, you'll, you'll come out safe the other side, or that you'll, you'll find the highest thing inside that place? Mm, that's a deep question. That's a very deep question. That's a very deep question. I don't even want to try to address it because I don't know. And I think I think maybe both. And I think hainuach maybe, maybe hainuach. Some sometimes it's sitting within it, and it's focusing on on that nakuda. And then other times it's mamish. You know, boom. You 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 give the extra push and you overcome, and all of a sudden you're in a whole new new way. And sometimes sitting in the darkness 
but cherishing this little candle that you're holding in your hand and not, and not blowing it out and not moving away from it just because of this, everything else is dark, is itself way higher than actually getting into, you know, on the other end of the tunnel into the light. <coughs> I don't know, you know. I think both can be true. Because there's something deep about both. We're going to learn in a minute because we're just wrapping up. I just want to sort of power through to the end. There's a couple of minutes left. Now sort of like goes back to the beginning and flushes this idea out more. Just a little bit more bare. A little bit more of a peerish. himself in the says, loves mishpat. But guess what? He also loves Am Yisrael. And here he's paraphrasing from the Zara Kaddish, an amazing thing. The love with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves the Jewish nation. It's true he's Ayav Mishpat, but he's Ayav Yisrael far more than he's Ayav Mishpat. Far more. And so he has to honor both, but he's going to find a way to engage his Midas Hadin in a way that's going to benefit Am Yisrael. And it's a question of life and death. It's not a question of living non-spiritual or living spiritual or living one way or living another way. It's Pashat life and death. And we know this. It's Pashat life and death. To get close to a tzaddik, to get close to being able to connect to a path. That's mamish true. And the mamish leads a person in a clear way. Behirus. Moich in the godless, big way of seeing things. So, but what can you do? Hashem is Baruch Ayev Mishpat. Al Kain Hu Yis Baruch Mucher Chaviyachol Haskim Lazman Leminias Lemoyne Midarech Hachaim. I got a Baruch Hu Kiviyachol like he sort of has to because Midas Adin is Midas Adin. He's got to put an obstacle there. Kifu Aroy Lelafi Maisav Aroyim Abi Adin Va Mishpat Verkiu Yis Baruch Eni Yachol Lidchesis Adin Kiu Yis Baruch Ayev Mishpat. He can't just say, okay, finish wiping away Midas Adin because he's Ayev Mishpat. So he's got to find a way to accommodate both. Says the Rebbe, he does. Because he says, Because the Kaddish Baruch who loves the Jewish nation. And he loves each and every one of us. And at the end of the end of the day, as the Pasik says, Shura means Midas Hadin. It's just the straight lines. But there's a Shura. But it's like a wavy, bendy Shura that bends to the contours of our own lives in such a way that we don't see it as locking us in, we see it as holding us, as comforting us, en enveloping us. It sort of bends those waves. The lines are still there, but it bends them in such a way that the Meneas, we feel held by them. We realize this is not a Kodesh Baruch Hu throwing me off a cliff. It's a Kodesh Baruch Hu skydiving off a cliff and, and he's but he is mamish you know like skydiving like he's like chained to our back like mamish I go to Japan, he's the one with the parachute you understand your mamish there's no such thing as free falling you're free falling where are you falling already you're falling into the lap of God you're rising where and I sink down into hell like David Amal says you're anyway there you're anyway there so this is what he says. So ma'osah Hashem is baruch. He umochur chaviyachal haskam al amenias lemonim and emes. He has to put obstacles there. Machos hadin va mishpat shalav ki wa'iv mishpat. Avol afal pikein be emes la amitoy. And you'll find this word in Breslov a lot. There's truth in Chanami, but then there's emes la amitoy. In Yiddish, the emes are emes. What's the deeper truth? 
And Rav Nassim says, based on this in the Kutelachas, any truth that will cause a Jew to withhold from doing everything he can to get close to Hashem might be MS. You might see a din in Shulchan Aruch that makes it seem like there's no hope for you. It might be MS. It's not, it's not MS Lamita. He says, MS Lamita, Rav Nassim says, is Lekariv V'Lelorachik. So anything you'll see on the surface that is going to make us feel like, wow, maybe I don't have a shot. Maybe, I, like even the Zara Kaddish about, you know, bris, whatever, like no tshuva, all, might be MS on a certain level. It's not the MS or MS. That itself is there as the mania. Push past it. What's that? I, you say, even though it says it's Shachnarach, isn't there a Ketmarat somewhere to say that, you know, that whatever you wrote doesn't apply if it goes out in Shachnarach? It's true. But Ram Nassim is qualifying to say that if you think that's what Shachnarach is telling you, then you're not really learning it properly. Right? You have to, exactly. You have to, you have to push forward. You have to find the chesed in the mishpat. So the MS or MS, MS Lamita, where it's soyinav chefti is barach, sha'afal pikein, yiskari ba'adami lav is barach. That's all he wants. That's all he mamish, all he wants. He's never closing a door to make us go home. He's closing a door to bring out from us an azas. How much do you want it? Let there be obstacles. in that experience. Because it all comes down to this. This level of intellect, this level of awareness, this level of depth. So... You're not fooling me like the Bedechava says, God and I are playing hide-and-go-seek, and I find him everywhere. Right? It's not just I found him in one place. I've found him mechanism. everywhere. A hide-and-go-seek? Really? What do they call it here? Just hide-and-seek. A hide-and-seek, hide-and-go-seeks. <laughs> <laughs> Americans are always going. Heilich begash means kalyam. Which of course is the corollary of because if there's ancient then there's ancient because there's no reason to despair because the truth is says the Rebbe there's no such thing as a mania so what are you what are you despairing I but it looks like a mania good look so deeper go push mean? push what does that mean yeah what is that that means that the mania isn't supposed to be stopping you right. What's the definition of a mania? Stops my way. Says the Rebbe, in that sense, there's no mania. Because any mania you find that you see is mama stopping your way, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu redirecting you. Whether under, over, like they say in Lababaj, L'Chathchila, River, the whole story over there. Whatever it is, the Rebbe is trying to get you to go in a different, in a different trajectory. This, it's not doesn't mean he's locking you out. Let's finish last three lines. Bardas, ancient mania, very powerful. Kibetoikif ha-maniyas ba-atzmon, Mr. Hashem is Baruch. There, there itself you can encounter Hashem. You can get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like Shemiz said, from within that experience. Look for Him there. Feel Him in the challenge. Use the challenge as an opportunity for connection. Meaning to say, Rabbi Shalom, I really don't care to speak to you right now. Let me talk to you about how much I don't want to talk to you. The Rebbe says that. He says, you come to His Baidus, you have nothing to say. Talk about that. So Rabbi Shalom, like, why, why can't you let me want to talk to you, right? Rabbi Shalom, I don't believe in you today. <laughs> like, Rabbi you could use, you could, there you find Hashem. It's an opportunity for Chibor, like the famous Kutzker about the Nachash. He says, what kind of curse is that? The Nachash eats dust. What's, a, what's that? Why is that a curse? He has Parnassah wherever he goes. It's a big bracha. 
He says, sure, he has parnasar wherever he goes. You know what he doesn't have? He doesn't have the feeling of having an empty fridge so that he then needs to go to shul and mamish pour out his heart in front of the Arna Kodesh. Because that chibor that's created by a person in a mitzuka, in a metzar, in a struggle, he says that's something that's an even greater bracha kiviachal than having what you need begashmias. That was the curse. Hashem says, good, you'll have whatever you need, but you never need to connect with me. The maniyah is an opportunity to connect. That's Do the snakes maniyah. eat dust? I don't actually know. <laughs> Maybe the, the, you know, that original primordial thing. Thank you so, so much for coming. We'll, we'll, we'll continue just with this, with this Tyro. I guess we'll do it next time. It's really a two-liner, but it's it's Dai Bazen, Dai Lana Bazen. Let's do one last thing again, Mayor. Thank you so much for joining. That's 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 hard. It's easy to read a word, you know. Okay, let's do one last thing Let's do it. I haven't sang this song in years.
Thank you so much, Thanks for coming. I'll go back to you, learned that term before. Yeah, that's it, because it's a staple.